All right, we're back on the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, and you knew this was coming, guys, with the NIL and sort of vagueness of what the rules are and where the parameters are. So let's set the table by telling you how this all started. Nick Saban was at an event for Alabama Boosters, and essentially it sounded a lot like a fundraiser to me. It really did. He's telling the Boosters why they need to establish this big pot of money so they can help pay and get the best recruits. And in the process of this seven and a half minute soliloquy, soliloquy, he says, I mean, we were second in recruiting last year. A&M was first. A&M bought every player on their team, made a deal for name, image, likeness. We didn't buy one player. All right? Notice the question mark at the end, as if he's asking that. Yeah. All um, right? Am I right? So, obviously, uh, Jimbo Fisher is sitting at in College Station saying, wait a minute, what did, what did he just say? He just made an allegation that we bought and paid for every single recruit in our class. Now, before Saban got to the juicy part, he had gone on and was explaining to boosters how at Texas A&M, they've essentially established this bank account, this huge bank account that comes from donations from boosters that will specifically go to players for NIL deals. And then they, that, that kind of creates the salary cap, so they know how much money they have to deal with. Then they divvy that money out amongst all of their recruits. If they sign 20 kids, whether they split it equally 20 ways or they give this one a bigger chunk because he's a bigger recruit, I don't know. But the allegation was, was strong. And Jimbo heard this and immediately said, I need to do a news conference. I need to fire back. <laughs> and he came, out, he came out guns blazing. Watch. It's despicable that a reputable head coach could come out and say this when he doesn't get his way or things don't go his way. The narcissist in him doesn't allow those things to happen. And it's ridiculous, but when, when he's not on top, some people think they're God. Go dig into how God did his, his deal. You may find out about, about a guy that a lot of things you don't want to know. We built him up to be the czar of football. Go dig into his past or anybody that's ever coached with him. You can find out anything you want to find out what he does and how he does it and it's despicable it's the second time we've had to do this with grown men who don't get their way and want to pout throw a fit and act up just go ask all the people who work for him you'll know exactly what he's about i always said this my dad always told me this when people show you who they are believe them he's showing you who he is first of all have you had any contact with nick since no. uh, oh he's called you just didn't take the call not going to we're done and, uh, he shows you who he is. You can, you can call me anything you want to call me. You ain't calling me a cheat. I don't cheat and I don't lie. Because I learned that when I was a kid. If you did, the old man slapped you side of the head. Maybe somebody should have slapped him. I don't mind confrontation. <clears throat> Live with him my whole life. Kind of like it myself. Anything else, uh, Rob and then Travis? Backing away from it wasn't the way I was raised. Really? It's despicable for what it does for the sport. And the operations, the way things were done, the other way, when the parity was there, like we said, never has been parity. Certain people never followed the rules anyway. I, I wow. gotta say, oh, guys, you got to give me some time on this oh, one. Well, I, we all, we all <laughs> I'm so angry about this. I know we. I, I'm so angry about this because Nick Saban and Dabo Sweeney. I'm, I'm sick of hearing these old white guys complain about young black players making money because that's part of this. They won't admit that, but that's a big part of this. 
I'm so sick of this nonsense. They're getting paid millions and millions of dollars to do something that's really not that important. You're coaching football. We have people saving lives. We have military men going to fight for our country. Uh, we have uh, medical uh, scientists trying to cure diseases and make vaccines. And these idiots are getting paid six, eight, ten, twelve million dollars. They're doing Aflac commercials to get more money, and they're complaining that oh, this kid got some money to go to the school. I don't care. I these kids can make whatever the hell they well, want. And let me stop you real quickly. Yeah. In fairness, in the in the speech to the boosters yeah and publicly yeah Nick Saban has been very much on record he's fine with these kids getting paid and it's about time but he's complaining about the, the system I think what he's complaining about yeah if I can because yeah. I, I listened to the whole Nick Saban thing there was much more to it what he's complaining about is the system he said that he alleged that he broke rules right which was out of line yeah so here's why that's out of line what are the rules Right now, now, and this is goes back to the NCAA when they decided they were going to have right. this NIL. Right. It's the wild, wild west. This You've got coaches at small schools complaining about it. You've got coaches at Blue Bloods complaining about it. And you've got coaches everywhere in between complaining yeah. about it because they don't know if what was going on at Texas A&M, if what Nick alleged happened, happened. It doesn't appear to be against NCAA right. laws so or Texas stop laws. Talking about it. So I think what... What Jimbo is saying is, yeah. we need some clarification here because I listened to the whole Jimbo thing too. His main point was, aside from napalming uh, Saban, J- Jimbo Fisher was saying, clean these rules up, guys. We don't know what's legal and what's not, but but the way things are written now, <clears throat> I haven't done anything wrong. Well, well so I, I talked about on the very first show we did here. Here's the problem, right? The problem emanates from the money that's being raised in, in college sports, right? And the books are only being seen by one side here, right? And so now they try to create this workaround with the NIL deal to try to give these kids a chance, right? Which I don't have a problem with. This is a capitalistic society, right? What Saban did was was pointing fingers at people calling names. That's outside the rules here. So I yeah, think Jimbo yeah. Fisher was well within his right to respond in such a way. And then he has some extra baggage. Like, by the way, since you are that, let me hit you with this, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Now, give me your take on that, right? Now, you won't hear Saban talk about that, right? See, because I, I, I tell you, it, it's, it's all about the money, right? And so when you sit out here, because I listen to the, to, to the major co- uh, collegiate leagues out here now talking about creating this super league right. for football, right? Because it's only only creates super league because it's about the money, right? It's always and about the it's money. about the money, right? always. And so the problem is the problem is this: the NCAA institutes a game plan in some of these states, and there really are no rules to it, right? right. And so now it is a free for all out here. And so now you got people. You can't blame the people for working the rules of the system. The Nick's system has become a spending right. The system now. has set this up. Tough. He's had advantages for so many. Well, years. He I couldn't agree. He, he, left Michigan, he left Michigan State and went yeah. to LSU right. in the middle of a contract. Right. They could do that whatever they want. Capitalistic guy hold, out there. Yes. Hung players out to dry. Hung families out to dry. Yep. Right. I sent my 18-year-old for you to take care of, and then you go and jet on him. Huh? Right. Yeah. So, no, sure. re- no recourse. They'll so, recruit him one right. day, leave for another school. Oh, this thing is wicked out here. It's wicked. This this is what happens when you let a group of a small group of people at the top of the food chain eat all do the what the hell they want to <laughs> for 60 to 80 years. I'm tired of it, man. You know, you, you don't want decent wages in this country. They won't give you minimum wage. He says buying players is name. How you how can you buy a player? That's my name. It's my image. 
is my likeness. They talk about players like they are property. He ain't upset that these kids. He upset that he ain't getting the most valuable property. That's it. So that's all you about. So you can say I don't want all these championships and you got two grown men sitting up there with more money than they could ever spend in their lifetime and their kids is busting their ass going to these crazy workouts going to school and then at the end of the day right. you go well NCAA give us some guidance. I don't want no guidance from the NCAA. I would like you to just go away. As you said, Gene, the go away. NCAA had 60 years to give you them guidance. You had 80 years to get yeah. this right. They're about to go away because yeah. they were too slow to react. Yeah. And then yes. when they did react, they just opened the floodgates. <laughs> right. And to your, your point's a great one that they're mad now. Saban's mad now because his inherent built-in advantage that he had with tradition is gone now because... And he even invoked Deion Sanders. He didn't call him. He didn't say his name. If you were, if you, in fact, nowhere did Nick Saban ever say Jimbo Fisher's name. And Jimbo Fisher never said Nick Saban's name. But we obviously knew he said it without saying it. But this is what I love about Deion Sanders being like the most real cat in the room. He also said Saban did, and we didn't put those comments up there. But hold on on that one for one second. I'm going to get to that still store. Hold on one second. Nick Saban said about Deion Sanders, well. Jackson State paid a million dollars to get the top recruit. And it was true that the number one recruit was a Florida State commit. And he decided, I'm going to go play at Jackson State. Now, for Nick to say that, you better be able to prove that. And this recruit came out immediately and said, whoa, 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 hold on. If I got a million dollars, I will tell you right now, that's that's not true because my mom is still living in a three-bedroom apartment with five kids. He's hating. So now Nick Saban may have said something that you know if you're going to write those checks, you better be able to yeah, cash them. Right. And then Deion Sanders didn't care about anybody's names or feelings. He tweets, "You best believe I will address that lie Coach Saban told tomorrow." So this is the first time any of these coaches have been man enough to use the, the other coach's name and not just refer to the program. I was awakened by my son, and he goes on to say how he found out about the tweet. Travis Hunter Jr. is the player in question. They said that he gave him a million dollars to play at, at Jackson State. We as a people don't have to pay our people to play with our people. Right. Facts. Right. And that right. is, right. I'll tell you what the establishment is most worried about is right there. The historically black colleges. Oh, you, that you, you for walking down years the right the road have had no chance at <laughs> no these chance. blue chip recruits. Right, they didn't the, want you in the, there. The only, the only reason they were they're not at Howard or not at Jackson State or is Grambling only, or Grant because the big the big leagues have the TV deals. Sure, and, and, and if I want to get the if, I, if I want to get to the pros, right. I better be seen on that circuit. I better be seen it. But I always said this: if you could get the blue chippers to go to Howard. Jackson State, Southern, That's what and run doing. the table yeah. in the league. Everyone would run to the HBCU quicker than you could get there. Because well, listen, nowadays just, you can watch everything. Well, no, no, just They'll because, find you. Here, just because yeah. it parodies the high schools that they come from, their neighborhoods. It looks just like the living experience that they know every day, right? right? Sure. Yeah. And that, that is, when you go to Ohio State or go to a Michigan or go to Nebraska or go to uh, Southern Cal. It doesn't look like where it doesn't look like from. that. No, right? it does not look no, like that. Not at all. And, and so Deion Sanders has really been the first one yeah. to tap into this, right? So we don't know where this thing is going, but if he can be successful here, they have a problem. I, I can't wait to see what Deion does because Deion doesn't need the money. 
Dion has not. fame from yeah. three other careers that he can fall back on. But what's interesting to me is Dion is a hot coaching prospect. There, if a Division One school doesn't snatch him up instantly, they'd be crazy because he has all the cred in the world with even today's recruits. Kids know who Dion no is. No doubt. Yeah. And if they don't, they can YouTube it. But the, my interesting, the, I can't wait to see if someone's going to offer him a job, a big-time job. Is Dion going to leave the structure that he's put in place at Jackson? By the way, he's been a great coach. He's done a great job at Jackson State. And he will make a phenomenal coach wherever he goes because he has that leadership, charisma, and a resume to prove it. Is he going to leave this model that he's working on at Jackson State, which could change the face of college football entirely? Or is he going to follow the money and go take the big payday at a big college because those offers are coming. Yeah, it's guys. gonna be interesting. They're coming see. soon. It'll be interesting. I, I just think Deion Sanders was brave enough to say what, what, what he should have been saying. You've been getting championships off inner city kids for decades. What if those inner city kids just went to HBCUs now? And you guys have you stockpile people at every position. There's five All Americans, and guess what? You at one point in time, you didn't even want them to transfer. And then if they could transfer, they had to sit out a year. Yeah. And you got to tell them, well, you can't go to Florida or Tennessee or anybody we play in the next seven years. But you guys jump up, cash checks, do what you want, yell at people. I, I mean, come on, Bobby Petrino got ninety. To me, I I, I go, I, I say this all the time. If you're gonna keep the same energy with these players, that's eighteen years old. You got to keep it. You got to keep it a hundred with these guys that have been doing this stuff for years. Name me one coach or general manager or any of these people that was held accountable. You had to, you had to, you had to understand my own journey, right? So I, I was at Wisconsin first and then I decided to transfer to, to, to Ohio State. So let me tell you. So when I went to Ohio State, you could not transfer within the Big Ten and keep a scholarship. So I lost the scholarship. I had to work summer jobs in the summertime. My mother took every check and paid the tuition of those summer jobs at Ohio State, and I had to sit out a year, right? So I was the, hey, let me tell you something. I'm the best walk-on player ever to walk through Ohio State <laughs> University, <laughs> ever, right? And probably and, ever will, too. Right. And so the, the game was set up so that you would stay where you would, yes. right? Because you can get to they a place. They want you under their you phone. Can, you can get to a place and find out, this is not, this is not a, the proper Amen. environment for me. No. I, can, I can't stay here. Right, and so but you you had a perfect situation where you could do that and still play. The only thing that saved me here at Ohio, the thing that saved me, let me be honest with you, in 1983, you know what the tuition at Ohio State was for 15 credit hours? Probably a couple, maybe 1,500, 2,500 dollars. Wow. No kidding. In state. Wow. Yeah, so kids can't do that today. Can't do that now. Yeah, right. No, no. So that gave my parents ability to like, do it. Says, okay, you work this job, make this money, give me those checks, and we'll pay this tuition. For the year, right? And that's not doing. And so when today. I went to a house, I, I I couldn't I couldn't get training table, I couldn't get anything. No, no, no cafeteria, there was nothing. So no. guys, let, let me ask you guys this question then. I think what we're seeing, you're seeing college football coaches melting down, at the halves. Yeah. At the have-nots, they're melting down everywhere, and I believe this is a product of them losing their 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 model. They've lost their system. Their They've system, lost control, Jay. No, they lost control. They lost control. They want to control everything. That Alabama yes. got the twenty best kids right. in the country. They lost their souls. They lost their souls. They lost control because they lost the because the money has come into play. 
people the, the workforce now has figured out that you're making a lot of money here well and that's the problem but the coaches had all the power before yes, i can change right. schools as much as i no, want what, player what, be damned no, Jay, now the players Jay, have more what power changed, what changed this scenario was the northwestern football team when they talk about unionizing together, Absolutely. that changed the whole thing on his ear sure. because at that point, they won the, NCAA, their court case. the NCAA had to take it serious at that point because nobody was ever able to galvanize the workforce because you're all over the country. Right. There's no one group that can represent yeah. you. And, that and when they did that, then at that point, it was like it's a new ball game. And, it's, and they only moved on it because the legislation out of California because they figured, well, right. if USC could pay their players, we were not going to be able to compete. Well, this, the Northwestern case was earlier. That right. was first. Yeah. And what yeah. they did was very smart. The quarterback at Northwestern was this real smart yeah. guy. And he said, you know what? This is a job. Yeah. And yeah. as long as this is a job, it's we can unionize. So their argument to the judge was, what is a job? Well, a job is something, an obligation that you have that there is either a reward financially or a punishment structure if you don't perform these duties. And the Northwestern quarterback was like, yeah, if I don't go, I lose my scholarship. That's a pay for play situation. Mm -hmm. It's not cash changing hands, but there is a benefit involved. The judge listened to the case and it was a land. It's yeah. a landmark case. Yeah. So I think that's sort of in limbo. Now the NCAA is aware that, uh oh, you got a problem. They could unionize. Mm -hmm. If anyone brings this together, it could happen. Let us try to get in front of that train wreck. Because that will completely Jay, devastate know, Jay, their model. Jay, do you know how many firms would take this on? If, if oh, all, listen, this they thing were would lining be a, up for that. And it would be pro bono because they would get paid in the end. Absolutely. Right? It would be like the biggest thing ever. Do you and ever I, see a day where college athletes have unions just like the pros, football, basketball, baseball, hockey, everything else? I see it coming. The more money that's involved in the game, it is a potential there, right? So this is why they come up with these little bitty spinoffs here. Sure. Give you a little money here. 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 Because people, really, kids, my best years of life were in college. Mm -hmm. I wasn't yeah. ready to run to the pros, and I still was like doing the thing down High Street, right? Right. And so sure. this is, I, I don't want to forsake that, right? But the problem is the money is getting so, so, so the differential in money is getting so large that now it's going to force this thing to happen here. By the way, the wow. most important part of this conversation is Texas A&M and Alabama play on October 8th. So you'll want to yeah, put that oh, in your little phone calendar. So you <laughs> you want to be somewhere uh, in front of a television set when they kick off. Because for me, I always think Ohio State and Michigan is the most anticipated regular season college football game of the year. I know there are other big games, but for me, but this one will take on an Ohio State-Michigan feel to me. Yeah. Because this isn't fake hatred, guys. These are real bullets that are flying After around. the game. It's like, gonna, oh, before and after. It's going to be like that for the foreseeable future until Saban retires. This this will be a rivalry game. Which, by game. the way, I yeah. think it's going to be a lot sooner than later because he doesn't like what's happened to his game. Yeah. And he's gonna he wants to walk out where he's still on top. And I don't know, I don't know that he's going to want to play in the sandbox with new rules for that much I longer. think it's the young coaches that are going to succeed now. I agree. The young coaches. Well, that's why Dabo's having so much yeah. success. You said earlier, players have a hundred detectors. They can tell right now yeah. if you're real or fake yeah, the yeah. second they, you walk in the room. And if you're fake, you don't have much of a chance with these kids today. Top five, Mikey. Uh, we're sponsored today. Top we five. We are. Look behind you guys. Awesome. Look behind you guys. All right. Technology. Let's go. Uh, the oh, Ultimate wow. Five is sponsored by Roundstone Insurance. We love Roundstone Insurance. Quality health care. <laughs> 
For more than a decade, Roundstone Insurance has been saving small and mid-sized businesses money, an average of 20%. 20%? Contact us today to learn how you can get great health care benefits that your employees will love and save money, too. And check out that logo. Roundstone. Right there. That's what it's all about. Well done. What's well our top done. five today? To, uh, nicknames. It is the best five nicknames in sports. Right, awesome. We did the worst five yesterday. I'm going to update my we Twitter my, handle at the end. We've got a bunch up. of submissions. Okay. So these are the best five in sports. And before we get into this, just okay. remember, I texted y'all last night. I had 28 great nicknames that this, I thought You said this was the hardest shit. top five list that By you've done. Far we do this every day. Five. And you said this is your hardest one yet. Yeah, there's just so many good options. So... Without further ado. Do you want to rip off three honorable mentions before? Sure. Yeah, I had five. I made a top ten. Oh, okay. And then I ended up going five. So this okay. is in no order, ten through six. Beast Mode with Marshawn Lynch. Yep, great. Skip to my Lou, Rafer Alston. Mm, <laughs> Big Shot terrible. Bob, Robert Ory. Yeah. Rod, he hate me smart. Oh, and my God. Marvelous Marvin that. Hagler. So he hate me played in I don't the, like any of those except for Marvelous Marvin yeah. Hagler. I don't like Skip to my Lou is one yeah. of the greatest of all time. He uh, hate me was pretty good, too. Yeah. They're all great. It was on They're the back of his – it was actually on the back of his jersey. Yeah. He hate me. And he wasn't a bad player. No. Okay, um, so one through five. Let's start at the bottom and work all our right, way. Let's go at number five. Yep. The Black Mamba, Kobe Bryant. That's a good one. Iconic. When you say Black Mamba, there's no debate who you're speaking of. Yeah. It is Kobe Bean Bryant. Rest in peace. Yeah. Excellent. That's a good one. We like that. I don't like it. You don't like Black Mamba? Nah. I don't think it's a good nickname. It doesn't roll off the tongue. Don't like it. Paul's such a hater. He's a hater. He is a hater. He hates on this list. He hates hates over here. (laughs) Yeah, he hates me. How about Boy and Kobe? (laughs) Number four, William Perry, The Refrigerator. That's a great one. That's one of the most iconic of all time. The Fridge, baby. Yeah. Yeah. And and he also used to tell a story that at Clemson, his nickname was Biscuit. Because he was a biscuit short of 350 pounds. <laughs> but when they saw him in the NFL, they looked at this dude and they were like, this guy's the size of a refrigerator. And that's pretty good. Yeah. I didn't know that story when the Giants signed Kelvin Benjamin. They said he was a biscuit away from being a tight end. Yeah. Because uh, he was a receiver. I didn't know that was an yeah. OG story to William Perry. OG to Perry. Yeah. Biscuit. All right. Number three, Jason Williams. White chocolate. Oh, yeah. That was pretty good. That's uh, a good one. That was a good one. White chocolate is pretty uh, good. Uh, we, I don't like we, we could do better. I loved watching <laughs> we, him. We could do better. Man. I didn't say anything about his game. I didn't say anything about his game. He was that a nickname that man. That wasn't his game. Listen, we could do well better than that. Come on. They're not feeling white chocolate, bro. Hey, it's my list. You guys are here to hate. We're going to start taking you off the list. Keep going. Charlie Whitehorse. I mean, that's hard. Yeah. That does not belong on the list. <laughs> that, that is that's awful. That is not even a good. That's that's, not, that wasn't even really his nickname until for but, like but, five minutes. But it, I mean, it's a great hits different. I, I would not want to be called Jesus at any point in time. My mom would call up and say, son, change your nickname. Did you get that? You better tell them to cease and desist on that nickname. <laughs> say it again. Got a bounds. Got a bounds here. And number one, this is easy. Babe Ruth. The Sultan of Swallows. What? That's not what Bull, no. that's not By the way, no. Bush was thinking. That's not even his babe what? is his nickname. Yeah. His real name is George, George Herman. George Herman. Yeah, but when the Ada no. Sandlot is one of my favorite movies of all time. That's a terrible movie. Yeah. That is my favorite. That's a terrible nickname. First of all, the number one nickname. Bull's gonna crush the okay, number no. one on, nickname no. is Magic. Thank you. Yeah. Magic no, is the best. Hold on. You got Magic. You got Magic. Doc J. Air Jordan. Air Jordan. Billy White Shoes Johnson was awesome. I loved it. What maybe my favorite. 
Come on. Right up there. Mailman. Carl the Mailman yeah, Malone. Yeah, yeah. No, that was on delivers. my bad list. Oh, that yeah. was on my bad list. Mailman. George the Iceman Gurman. Come on. That was yeah. an honorable mention. I mean, that, that's a, this, this, Tom, this, this, uh, Iceman. A boxing one. Look, a boxing bull. one. Thomas Hitman Hearns. Bull. That's a great one. He's in the minor league in these names. This he's like, a terrible this list. Yeah. Yeah. Too young. You know what, though? He's young. <laughs> he's young. You know what? Too here's young. A, here's what young Shoeless Joe Jackson. I guarantee you this is what he did. Yeah. He Googled. Best nicknames in sports. No, yes, well, you did p- partially, but I had I had <laughs> I a list and then I went to go Jesus see something up on that list. Um, Chocolate Thunder. Oh, Chocolate Thunder is incredible. That was incredible. And yeah. the best baseball nickname is actually Lou Gehrig, the Iron Horse. It's I love the fitting. Iron Horse. It's the Do you guys want to hear the rest of the list that didn't the make it? The Big Hurt. Yeah, Thomas. Yeah, come on. Big Hurt. Big Hurt. That's another good one. Big Hurt. I'll run through the ones that didn't make the top ten, but we're also on it. Joe Cool for Joe Namath. Terrible. Primetime. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. For First of all, Joe Namath's there. nickname was Broadway Joe. Yeah, that Joe, was oh, not Joe Namath. Sorry. Uh, Joe Montana. Montana. Sorry. Oh, Joe yeah, Montana. Sorry, sorry. Okay. Oh, we didn't even know he had a nickname. Ed Tutal Jones. That's a good The answer one. for Iverson. That's cold. Man, that's uh, come uh, on. The microwave for Vinny Johnson. Yeah, that was yeah, a good one. one. I forgot yeah, about that that's one. That's I, like I love the microwave. Big Poppy. Heat it up. The kid for Ken Griffey. I like that, yeah, too. That's that a good one. Big There's Poppy's so many a good, good one, too. Yeah, so many good ones. That's why you're I'm so disappointed in your top five. The Sultan of Swat. It's from Sandlot, though. Like, that line in Sandlot. You, you it know. just cemented you, you, it in my head as a kid that that is the coolest thing they've ever The age, the age, the, age. That's the, the Nigerian the nightmare coming out here. Mm. Oh, that's, that's a good one. The Nigerian nightmare. Oh my Christian Nigerian nightmare. Wow. I know we. I know he's a horrible human being, but the juice is a good yeah. nickname. No, yeah. <laughs> but he got taken off the list for extracurricular. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. That's a good nickname. Yeah. By, by, by the way, like yeah. he he does these like one-offs. Like uh, oh yes, he does. He does. all the time. Big and, sales and, and 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 they're and they're they're interesting. Yeah, I'll be listening to his all, little sports all, takes all the time, and I'll be like, would somebody would somebody put him on TV again? I'm not, asking you as an not executive. a corporation. No, absolutely okay. not. How about but Hot he Rod Williams? Got about Hot Rod yeah. Williams? I, that was a good local one. Yeah. yeah. He said, I'm just at the end. What did he say? I'm just saying. Yeah, he said, I'm just saying. I'm, just, yeah, I'm, I'm like, just saying. Yeah. I was like, am I bad for saying this is this is kind of entertaining <laughs> right now? Allegedly. You know what? He's he's like, um, you know, when you drive by a, an accident on the freeway, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and you know you shouldn't look, yeah. but you yeah. got a rubber neck anyway. On, yeah. Like, yeah. And and I think that's human nature. Like, I think deep down, people like want to see blood and guts in that accident. Like, yes. Oh my God, I shouldn't have looked, but we can't not look. I find when OJ goes on and puts anything out there, yeah. I'm like, do I want to click on this? Yeah. You see how many people watch it's it? Like a, it's like, you see how many people watch this? He, he, he got, has, he got he has interesting takes, but you just feel dirty watching I got another good under the radar. He's a Hall of Famer, but he's not a huge name. Uh, Andre Dawson was the Hawk. I love That's, that name. Yeah, that was a good That's one. Really we had a, there's a ton of good ones. Uh, played for the Indians. Yes, and the crime dog. White Sox yeah. game. Crime dog. Crime dog. Oh, yeah. Crime, dog. Crime, crime dog is a good one. Oh, yeah, yeah McGregor. Well, really, Chris Berman had some. I love yeah. Bert B. Home Blylevin. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right, right. You know, he, he had, had some so good many yes. good nicknames. I think I, I'm going to give you a D minus for your. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm with Bull. There's so many. I can't. Put I had a perfect. That's list a hard on list. It's a hard list because there's so many good ones. But I don't think he had any of the good ones. Yeah. I didn't like yeah. any of his. Yeah, you upgraded him from an F. 
to a D minus. Well, I just can't give. I like him too much. Mikey McNuggets is too good a guy, and, and I know we're going to change my hard. nickname at the end of the show. So we are. We yeah. are. That's, That's why we did worst yesterday and best today. Oh God. Hey, if you know anything about the plus minus system. In college, oh goodness! Listen, thank God they got rid of that. A B minus is a two point seven. That is not hitting. Yeah, yeah, no, that's I know, right? Yeah, you like what? Like I got a B, man. We had plus that's minus a three point oh. That's a three world. in my world. Hey, oh, you had the plus minus system. Like yeah, that's that. hard. It hurt your soul. Because <laughs> you know what? When you were coming towards the end of a semester. You would always sort of take inventory and say, well, I've got an 88 in this class, so I can bomb that final and yeah. still get a B. Right, 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 right. But I got a 78 in this one, and yeah, I yeah. need to get that up to a B, so I'm going to put most of my eggs in, in that study basket. But you can't do that when you're separated no. by three percentage Mm-mm. points. You're the difference between a plus or uh, a standard or a minus. You trying to I got a C. Yeah. I got an A in all my broadcasting classes and then a C in everything else just to get by. <laughs> that was it. I didn't care That's about it. That's all you cared about, That's it. isn't it? Well, this top five was brought to you by Roundstone Insurance. They happen to be our favorite uh, insurance company at, at this moment. At this, at this moment. moment, yes. Yeah, they're well, our we first, love Roundstone. Yeah, they're our first sponsor, and so we're going to be uh, we're going to be very loyal to them for Roundstone. sure. Yeah. Roundstone, Roundstone, yeah, Roundstone, right. yeah. Roundstone, Roundstone. Check Roundstone. them out, Check them out online, and uh, they're a great company. Mike, we're going to break. We're going to go to break. We're okay. coming back talking Jose Ramirez, a midseason tournament, and I'm changing the sports world forever. You are? Oh, yes. Yeah. I, I had nothing to that. We'll mm. see you in two minutes. Shazam. I've done TV before. <laughs> oh, the, yeah, the czar. All right, we're back. Man, that might be one of the greatest teases I've ever heard. Mikey McNuggets is going to change the sports world forever. If that was hyperbole, we're going to beat you up over this. <laughs> After that top five <laughs> list, it's hard to pull yeah, down. You already can't eat at the big boy table when we have lunch today. Hold his legs. You're, <laughs> today, so you're not you invited to the big boy. Oh, oh you'll need oh. us. Oh. Yeah, I've decided that. Oh. Blowing us off. Oh. Who is yes. he going to lunch with? He's, now he says he's going on his own to Sliman. You got a I, date? Good I call. wasn't invited to the panel lunch today. Oh, I didn't know. Well, I, I was just kidding. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's not necessarily today, but when we do do our next lunch, we had yeah. one last Friday. Yeah. When we do our next group lunch, you're sitting at the kitty table. See, well, he says that though, Jay. What happens? He said, "I don't need you guys." Well, we don't send you our takes at night. You'll need us then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you won't have a show without us. Okay, Mikey. Um, well, let's start with the with the Guardians. My oh my oh my. First of all, they lost two to the Reds. Yeah. The worst team in baseball. Yeah. Um, they were in the first game. But I, I never could get excited about yesterday's game because it just didn't. It, you, there was no energy in this lineup. There's no, and I'm I'm when Jose, with you on, on yeah. Austin Hedges. I'm I'm getting real oh close. Oh my god, he's I mean, guy can't they've hit got it. All. They've got to make a move. You know, they, they got bring the, up a kid that the kid, a kid who was can hit 125. The kid who was here in the beginning of the season, Lavis, Lavastida. I can't remember yeah. how to pronounce his name. I should know that prospect. But he's one of their top 25 prospects. Right. He's he's doing okay in Columbus. He's not been great. I'm sure. It's, but, Handling let's, the pitching let's give staff. him a shot. Yeah. Let's give him a I, shot. I'm sure it's more defensively. But you know what? Listen, I know people hate this guy, but uh, in Cleveland, but when the Cubs in 15, 16 yeah. were, were getting good, they had a veteran catcher, Miguel Montero, yeah. right? Um, but they knew Wilson Contreras and, and Miguel Montero, much better hitter than, than Austin Hedges, but he wasn't as good a hitter as the potential of, of Wilson Contreras. Sure. And the Cubs worked him in. And then by 2016, he was their main guy. Yeah, we got to do something. There. Bring this guy up. We got We're getting off the, track. I, yeah, I, I okay. Threw Austin Jose Ramirez, because, but Jose Ramirez is hurt. Yes, this is a major concern. Yeah. He took a, a, you know, that. I, I hope this is not like. Remember, Jermaine died. I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. That's what I thought of too. I, I'm like, 
because Jose is tough as nails, right? He, he stayed a lot. in the game after he the stayed, injury. Got a hit. Yes. Got a hit. Got him a run. A run. Uh, and then he had to come out of the game. It, it looks bad. Now, we'll hope for the best. Hopefully, it's a minor thing. He misses a couple of days, and he's back. He's been in a slump, and no surprise, you know, even the best hitters, and Jose's one of the best hitters in baseball, go into slumps. That's just the way it works. Yeah. You know, Michael Jordan might have one bad game. He don't go into a long slump, right? But even in baseball, even the best players will have slumps. Jose's in a slump. No surprise, the Guardians as a team are struggling offensively. When your best player's not well, hitting. Four under 500 now? Yes, mm-hmm. and, and their offense has been bad lately after it was really good early in the season. When Jose's struggling, this team's going to struggle because he's the straw that that stirs the drink for this team. And now if he's going to miss time, it's a disaster. That game, these last two games were horrible. You can't, who was it? Was it, uh, who was the pitcher that, that picked up the butt and threw it away? I can't remember now. Was it Sandlin? Uh, Sandlin's the guy that walked the three in a row. Yeah, no, no, no. I can't uh, remember now who it was yesterday. I'm drawing a blank on who, but. Or, or Wednesday, rather. Yeah, but yesterday's game, <coughs> I mean, you had a, all day to throw the ball the first. You can't be throwing the ball away. It wasn't like a rush sure. where you had to get it there quick. So very sloppy play. I'm spitting all what over is the place, this I team apologize. without Ramirez? I think they're twenty or twenty-five games under five hundred. Yeah, I mean yeah, it's yeah. not a very unwatchable is what they are. Yeah, yeah, they are unwatchable. It makes it tough. It makes. I mean, here he's the heart and soul of this 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 team. He's everything. He's everything. He right? just got everything. swept by the worst team in baseball. And so if you got him down, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it, I think without without Ramirez, we are the Reds. To Bulls point, you know, at some point, Francona has to get to a point where. Let me bring up some some. some That's my yeah, problem some, some with him. Talent. He hates it's not his call, though. Young, it's not his call. I mean, but he, it's, it's Francona, though, man. Francona's he, the man. He's wielding a big, the biggest sword in they, the, in, in the organization. No, my no. Thing, yeah, it's a collaborative. Well, yeah. well, my thing is, if you ain't got nothing, right? I'm not about to sit up here and watch these old dudes struggle well, at the plate. They play. have a lot of old dudes. They don't bring enough guys up to me. If you got guys that's on the that's young, I, these prospects be taking 35 well, baseball, years to come up. Yeah, baseball is a bad system where you're discouraged from bringing up your well, best and, prospects. And, but there's a good reason for it. Baseball is so mental. If they bring these kids up and Too they early. get cooked, and they will get cooked, you can damage them and their psyche for long term. You, you don't want <laughs> to bring the kid up. So many guys go, get Gee, pulled up and go that. back down, and then they come up and have success. Yeah, again. and I, and the fact of the matter is, they likely have the best twenty-five players in their system on the big league roster, I, with the exception uh, Austin Hedges. He stinks. Wow. But I but mean, everybody else, like you'd have to show me that there's someone down that can come up and take that starting job right away. Well, the only way and I don't know can, that only, that only exists. Way, only way I can show it to you, you put somebody out there. No, right? because they're, they're playing every day no, at no, their I, level I, I, and we I, can I, see I, what I, they're I, doing. I, but, you know, sometimes here, people can rise to the, to the environment that you put For in. a week That's or true. two. Right, so you can see. But not how many people? How many people in the NBA have been brought off the bench that you never could think could play dead at a funeral? Jeremy Lin, and then they got yeah, in, and they were was like, "Was he that dude, or was he that dude for a minute?" He was. Jeremy Lin played well he in the league cool for about while three he years. In New York. Yeah. Yeah. When he left he, New York, yeah. that's when he, he got was a problem. Never anything close to that. <laughs> because and in the Guardians baseball is different. Bulls, right? The, the system yeah. in baseball but is you, a lot different than it is. Yeah. You have to give talent the environment to say, "Let me see what you got." Yeah. Well, I can always send you back, right? Right, and I got to get your hundred dollars. You don't want to, you don't want to shank anybody's. And Terry is loyal as yeah. can be to his players. And it, his system yeah. has worked. He's, he's yeah. won two World Series championships. The, the reality and, is their best minor league hitters are all infielders, and that's not really where they're struggling. It's second, short, and third. Like, although Ahmed Rosario's been awful. 
He's not hitting at all. Yeah, he's been a huge disappointment. He's not a good fielder. He's not hitting at all. Yeah. Um, but they're not going to give up on him, so they're not. I, I doubt they would send him down. You know what the reality is, guys? It's just not that, that good. We're we're looking around now, and yeah. we got excited because the first 32 games of the season they were somehow yeah. magically around 500. And here's right. the other thing: Dolan is so lucky that his club isn't playing in the East. The guys, they were like oh four God. games out, four and a half games out of yeah. first place. They've been horrible. Real, I mean, four games under 500, it's yeah. all relative, but they they have not been a team that you can look at and make a strong argument for them going into no. September playing meaningful games. I still think they'll make a run and get and hang around 500 God, because of Francona. Right. I think they will. Not if, They'll not be if, up and down. Ramirez is out for any But if, yeah, if he misses a long period of time. The season goes sideways and they'll never get it back. That is correct. Because if he's, if he's gone for two or three weeks, oh. I mean, yeah. he's more than one bat in the lineup. No. When you when you have one dangerous guy in the lineup, you can work around him. Yeah. And, and what's happened is he started red hot. He's he had seven home runs and thirty RBI three yeah. weeks ago. You see Quan Quan has come back to life. Yeah. That's, not a surprise. So to, to, to Brad's point, hey, you know, sometimes the player rises to his occasion. Quan came up first couple of weeks was setting records. Yeah. Man. He's, we haven't called his name much. They lately. got that yeah. film. He's done on nothing. Him. <laughs> yeah. Well, they, they, they know on the tape he, now. They know where to not throw the baseball <laughs> right, right, when right. he's up there. Once I get a read on so, it, it's tough these days because really there's so tough. much information. You have to the league adjust to you, and then you got to adjust back. Yeah, because yeah. In, any smart organization in sports, once I get film on you and tape, I know what your strengths are and your weaknesses are, and I'll advise a game plan right. just yep. for you. Then you have to show me that you can respond outside. Can you adjust of that. to especially it, especially baseball. Yeah. I mean, I always yeah. think of this at t- when they're looking at hitters. They break the strike zone into nine quadrants, and every hitter has a one, a yes. two, a three, a four, a five, a six, a seven, an eight, and a nine. Mm-hmm. The one is their hot zone. You know, against Quan, can't throw the ball in and high. I'm just—I don't know where his hot right, zone right, is, right, but right. every team has a book on every yeah, player. So right. when they're in their pregame meetings with their pitchers, they're yeah. saying. Quan can't touch the low and outside stuff, so you're just going to live there. These That's guys right. are good enough that they yeah. can stay there. Well, the other side, if you if you got a great catcher who knows who knows the playbook, you know you know he's calling the pitches. Right? That's this, why this Hedges. Well, going. but the catchers get, nowadays it's the pitching coach or the manager calling but, the pitches but the, and but sending still, it to the catcher. A lot the catcher times. better have an intimate knowledge. No doubt, yeah. every yeah. pitcher yeah. on his staff. When did they start doing every that? Hitter on the been doing that. Team. When did when did the catcher see stripped of that duty? Not all of them, but a lot of them. The veteran catchers will still call their own game. Yeah, right. Yadier Molina but, is calling games for yes, the Cardinals. But, but for a lot of these younger catchers that yeah. have great offensive skills, but they haven't quite learned all of the pitchers yet, they'll look to the dugout. Pitching coach will flash a sign. That's why I say it takes oh, so much time. Wow. Then he'll flash the sign yeah. to the pitcher, and then we're finally playing baseball. Oh, plus, plus, Jay, they're doing it in the minors, so the younger catchers are growing up that way. Old school, right. old school yeah. catcher knows what to do. Yeah, yeah. exactly they, they what just, to do. Yep. That's why a lot of the best broadcasters, the color guys, are – former catchers managers too uh, yeah and managers yeah. as well sure yeah. all right let's uh go to this is a wild topic i don't even know how to set it up other than this way the nba is floating the idea out there of having a mid-season tournament very thin in the way of details like would the league shut down for a month how many teams would play a lot of this stuff is just up in the i think what they're doing is they're just thinking about doing this they're considering it they're floating it out there so they could probably gauge yeah. what fan and media reaction would yeah. be what are your thoughts brad we'll start with yeah, you brad. when you hear they're going to have a mid-season tournament you say what so be clear the nba is always about being on the cutting edge so this thing is coming 
right? They are already in negotiations. I've been having discussions with the Players Association, which tells you, should tell you that it is really on the table here for mm -hmm. thinking. Now, go back and look. The G League already has a tournament like this. The WNBA already has an in-season tournament wait, like this. Wait, they do? The yeah, they do. Yes, they do. The G League does, mm. right? I didn't know that. And How so, does it work? So what, this is, what is the prize? It, it, it's a low, a it's, it's a low level, but here, this is their feeder tester system. Sure. How I can get this going, right? Because you better believe this, Jay. It's all about some money. It's all about some revenue. That's exactly yeah. what it's about, right? And, and you, Jay, you've been around this game for a long time. You know exactly what it is, right? And so they found that in the uh, play-in tournament where everybody was balking at it uh, in the beginning, now everybody loves the play-in tournament, right? I don't. So I do. I, I do. I do. It's I just do. like wild card I baseball. It. I hated it at first. It's I too love many teams, it now. though. You got two thirds of the teams making the playoffs. Yeah, but Bull, like, to, to Brad's point, it's all about the money. It well, gives that's you more is. TV inventory, and that's what it is, right? We should. The league should just be honest and say oh, we only care about money because, well, in reality, if, if you played 50 <laughs> games in the NBA and had only four teams make the playoffs in Eastern Conference. The regular season would be much better, and the, everything would be more exciting. Same thing in baseball too. They're, oh. do, they're doing it to keep, continue to grow their game. The more, the longer. No, it's, they're doing it only to make money. Well, no, no. But the longer you stay in, watch. The Cleveland Cavaliers have not been on TV ever since LeBron left. Right? You give them opportunity to say, "Hey, Cavs, you should be watching this because your team is still in contention." If you got teams that, when I grew up. The only people we saw was the Bulls, the Celtics, the Knicks, uh, Lakers. the Lakers. You saw none of these other markets. Now you can say, all right, well, you got the playing tournament. Hey, guess what? You're still late in it, April. You still can be in it, March. And those are spotlight games. The other thing I'll tell you that, that sits wrong here, and it, I think irks everybody's skin, including the, the old players like myself, this 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 not this notion that I'm taking days off. I'm sitting down. I'm not. I'm I'm yeah. resting players. Uh, I like we're, we're resting players. Right. Right. The league so, came out again and, and, and uh, says uh, you can't do that. that. We, we can't. We can't do that. Right. And so then teams figured out a way to work around it. Right. So this is another way to do that. And they're going to penalize this tournament. Is going to probably end up penalizing you down the stretch for. Uh, not playing hard at a level. So let's say you win this tournament. There's yeah. going to be some remuneration and prize for you as some it relates incentive. to the players. Yeah, absolutely. Both to the players financially and to the teams because the last thing the teams want to do. Yeah. They hated when the players would go and play in the Olympics, even though it was in the summertime and it didn't interrupt their yeah. season. If Magic tears his ACL yeah. playing for the Olympic team, the Lakers are back here in LA going, wait a minute, whoa, well, what just happened? Let's take it from a fan perspective. Now these tickets not cheap, right? No. And so I buy these tickets in advance. I'm going to take my little daughter to the game, right? She wants to see her favorite little player, right? Mm -hmm. And the day they come to Cleveland is what? The day they sit down? It happens. I'm like, yeah, it's you, kill, you kill. You don't get a discount thing. if the no. backups are playing. I'll tell you not get my money back. No. I'll no. tell you this: if they tie, if they tie a lottery pick to this thing, everybody will play. If you told them, say, look, hey, yeah, you, but the players don't care. Uh, Why would the players care? Be, about that? Uh, LeBron, you think you don't think LeBron would care if he could get a top five player in the in NBA draft if he wanted to miss this season tournament? Heck, yeah. You know it. what they should do if they're going to do this tournament? Make it a three on three tournament. Now, uh, that would be exciting. No, no, we I would much that. rather see that. <laughs> I, no, we're not doing. What's that. the difference? <laughs> What's the? Di Why are they doing this tournament? What's the? It's just well, another game. Brad's right. It's about money. Here, my no, I guess know that, is, but like, it's it's it's, it's mo more specifically, it's, what's the single biggest sporting event in the United States? All three of you guys. What Super did you Bowl. NCAA tournament. Okay, so you got it right. We think Super Bowl, but that's four hours on one day. 
to your point, the NCAA tournament is what it is because of the inventory. Yeah. They pay. play 68 games. Yep. Yeah. They're all on national TV, and it makes a, over a billion dollars in yeah. three weeks. I hear you. So Matt, it's a big I didn't sale. watch a single game this year. Well, I, and I'm with you. I used to be a huge fan. I'm to, not yeah. anymore. I, I watched this year as yeah. casually as I've ever watched. I used to watch every game. Yeah, I, I used to too. skip classes. Super Tuesday. Yeah. On, uh, on Wednesdays, <laughs> Thursdays, Thursdays, Fridays of week one yeah. and the Sweet 16 week. Yeah. So I think what the NBA is doing, someone in their office said, what's, what's the way to make money here? What's the biggest? Well, you know, we play the sport that actually generates the biggest money for a single event. And that's the NCAA tournament. Now, I know it's a lot of games, but it is one event. Right. So maybe someone looked at their model and said at the NBA, what if we just staged another tournament? The NBA makes all their money for their TV deal in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. The regular season exists so you can set a playoff structure. But the real money is, is right changing now. hands right with, now. The, with, the, with the, when you're in the playoffs. So if you have – the question is, will the fans buy into it? Because if the fans don't think that this is – there's something to see here, and there's a reason for it. They'll just well, the they'll see through. They have, they have I, I, think they, I think they're going to try it because the fans have bought into the play-in, right? And so it's they a, have. the NBA is, is a master marketer at, at, at understanding how to reach its audience. Yeah. It has. I know I'm in the minority from, but from David Stern on. So this has yeah. not changed. Those right? teams can't win the championship. So what's the point of that? Halfway through the season. Well, you said that well, here. Memphis made a mark for themselves this year, right? But they weren't I, in the play-in round. Uh, no, no. But I'm saying from a team here that's outside of market, that's not really marquee place right, to be. Right, but I'm saying the teams we, in the play-in are on. never going to win a championship. Well, here's one proposal yeah. that I'll throw out there. What if you took all the lottery teams from last year, 14 of them, yeah, the teams that did not make the playoffs, and you had a tournament with them? I would, wonder what that would, the would players be. I don't know. Care? I don't know. I don't even I don't know, know that I'd be interested yeah. as a you, fan in that. You need, just you need to know what the prize is at yes, the end. And the top, tier, to the yeah. top tier teams think that the, the lower tier teams are getting something that they're not getting. They're going to balk at it. So. Let's make yeah. the whole season a, a playoff. Let's see if that's what sells. Then essentially, it in is. In the first round, it's the best of 15. Then it's the best of whatever. Well, I mean, I mean, essentially, it is. You play 82 games to eliminate 14 teams. Yeah. Right? That's what you do. Okay, um, I can't wait for this. I don't know what this is. We got this bizarre text from Mikey McNuggets last night that said, uh, we're going to start a new segment tomorrow, and it's called the Sports Czar, but I'm not going to tell you what it is until tomorrow. So, Mikey, explain this. What is it, the Sports Czar? I like the crowd. King of the huh. There's a lot of beautiful things about sports. A lot right of wonderful, that. fantastic, amazing things. Wait but a it's second, not Mikey. a perfect concept. Is okay. this segment called the Sports Czar, or is it called They're King working of the on the new one. We changed the title, but <laughs> hey, I thought the crown looked cool. Hey, Anthony, go get me the People's Champ belt. Go get me the belt, please. Get me the belt. If I'm the king, if I'm the czar, I, I need the belt, G. So I'm gonna so take it out. The concept is that. Whether you're king of the land or you're the sports says, czar, yeah. even though the graphic said the king of the land, <laughs> my mom used to say that. <laughs> you, you are the sports czar right now. So what does that mean? What power does that give you? It gives me the ability to change any rule in sports to make it better. Okay. Wow. And I have a way to fix golf. Because oh. golf is the most boring sport to watch on TV. I got a lot sport, of rules period. to change it, but today we'll start with this. Actually, actually. It's Here's not. how you make golf better. You allow trash talk <laughs> during a player's backspin. Why is golf the only sport 
That's you can't talk mean. trash. You could call LeBron whatever you want at the foul line. You could call Baker Mayfield whatever you want from the stadium. But God forbid you take a picture during Tiger Woods' backswing, they stop. Yeah. I think you'd increase ratings. Guys oh, would no, watch no. it. Oh, yeah. Like it's Adam Sandler, right? When he played, what was the name of the movie? Uh, Happy uh, Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. Gilmore. Yeah. He, he wanted people cheering. Golfers are, the soft, golfers are the softest athletes. I mean, they were never athletes. Then Tiger was an athlete. So now all these guys got to try, you know, try to be athletes Any now. sport Craig Stadler plays does yeah. not require <laughs> John Daly. You know, I mean, come on. <laughs> Golf is the softest sport. You can't make a peep. In baseball or basketball or football, hockey, the fans are going ape you know what. It I is didn't cold, say though. I know you got it right it today. Is. It is the a je- it's the gentleman yeah. sport. I, I don't like care. his rules. You don't Sports care? are not gentlemanly. Exactly. It's about competition. But here's my only beef with Mikey McNuggets. Like if I like his rule change, but if you're if you have the ability, if you're the king of the land, supposedly you're wearing a belt. And you could change one rule in sports. That's the rule you're going to change? I have a lot of rules that we'll get to eventually, but I don't, right. want, I don't want to run them all today. We got a year of content we got to fill. I will say one of the most, and, and I think this is bearing out now yeah. in the ratings, the most watchable TV golf all year yeah. are these matches that are made for TV exactly. around Thanksgiving. Where they talk. Charles Barkley and well, you Tom got one, Brady. You got one coming up here now. And listen, those are captivating. Today's yeah. fan base the Mikey McNuggets of the world right. who have attention spans of a gnat. <laughs> Not even. They they want that. And I have to say, um, as an old school guy and a huge lover of the game of golf, both playing and watching, it is fun when they do talk smack internally of course. on the match. And if you could do that on the tour and guys were Mike, uh, yep. and you could have, you know, Tiger talking smack to Phil. Well, right the two guys that hate each other. What, DeChambeau and uh, what's Bryson the other DeChambeau guy's name? Bryson DeChambeau and Brooks uh, Kepka hate each other. Right. I mean, and and they played a made-for-TV match, and I was disappointed because Kepka buried him, which I knew he would. He's a, just a better player. But the young kids of today love DeChambeau because he talks smack. Yes. No, it's the other way and, around. They like Brooks because Brooks will give it to Bryson. Bryson had like two yeah, written Brooks jokes beforehand. Yeah, but Brooks is backhanded with it. DeChambeau was photobombing his interviews, walking behind him, knowing that it would make DeChambeau mad. And yeah. DeChambeau is more of the civil one mm-hmm. of the two. He's a like, robot. He is a robot. That's why young guys don't like him. Hey, exactly. But but DeChambeau is out here talking major smack. You have it backwards. You have it backwards. DeChambeau is the guy that young kids love. Brooks is the guy young no, kids love. No, he's not. Love. Yes. The pure golfers, the diehards love Brooks. I grew the up. The young guys love DeChambeau because he's talking smack out there. All I know is where I grew up, if you play golf, you were a D-bag. I mean, it was, it was, it was really that simple. On, no offense. Wow. No offense. That's, I grew oh, up in the city. That is overgeneralizing something, and we tend to not I was like a teenager. I was a teenager. That's what we all thought. Who this plays is, golf? Now all my friends, grew, all except up. for me, all, all my friends I grew up with now play. We all grew up in the city. We still swing the sticks. You didn't play when you were a kid. No, I do now. Hey, you push and play no golf? Man, listen, I go. here's the thing. I love it. See, they won't tell you at home, you know. Listen, this is this is a grown man. See, golf is a real grown man's game. You know why? It is. You got to have grown man money. Yeah. You can't. Hey, you you got to. They be going in there. I'm like, every time I see them walk in the clubhouse, I'm like, cha-ching, cha-ching. <laughs> they got a tab. It's not a cheap sport. No. You got to wear certain clothes. It's, it's, it's a dress it's code. You got to wake up early. You got to be out. You know, old people get up early. at like 5 a.m. You want to go early. Have you ever played golf? 18 holes? No, I'll go to the driver range. Yeah. I I pl- I've never played 18 holes. I played nine holes once, like a couple of years Man, ago. I am not about to be outside 350, Awful. walking up some high. <laughs> Have you ever gone to Top Golf? 
That's beautiful. No, but that doesn't okay, look okay. like fun. That's that beautiful. looks like fun. Here it is right yeah. now. We are going to plan an Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show top golf outing. I would like that. That'd be fun. Yeah. Bull, yeah. I promise you it will change your change perspective. Your it will not. I, I'm terrible at golf. But because it? you've never done it, Bull. It's, it's, it's the most difficult sport I've ever played. Brad right. will co-sign yeah. this. It's the one sport, the harder you try, the yeah. more you suck. Yeah. Am, I, just, am I wrong? You're absolutely right. Yeah. And so, top, but it's a mental Lisa, exercise Lisa more than a drink. physical exercise. Yeah, yeah. See, Lisa, Lisa, Lisa now, listen. If you if you if you let me drink on the course, I'm good. You can drink. <laughs> yeah, you can. Are that you kidding is, that's me? True. Golfers are the biggest drinkers <laughs> of all sports. Bowlers, I'd say bowlers. Yeah, you're right. You got bowlers. me on that one. Bowlers smoke they, and drink <laughs> and a whole bit. Golfers sell cigars golfers. and beer. Yeah, I mean, that's true. Put that in motion. Let's do that. Yeah, let's do I'm into that. Can I can I delegate? Because I'm not really good at following through with that. <laughs> Somebody who's good at that. I don't know who that is here. Steve Becker's I'm the idea guy. Steve, yeah. So, Come Steve Becker, if you can put that together, he's our big go. boss. Let's go. Let's go. Somebody needs to plan an Ultimate Cleveland Sports. Yeah, and fun. you know what? Maybe we should even t- like telegraph we'll bring cameras. We'll bring when it's going to be. And right. maybe fans want to come and they can golf in some of the sleeves next to us. Right. Just don't yeah. yell at Bull when he's in his backswing. Oh, you can no, yell at me. I mean, I'll, be, I'll probably like that. Be fired up. I guarantee you it changes your whole perception of the game of golf. Absolutely. Once you go to Top Golf and you start yeah. playing, it's fun. It I, is. I played golf with my buddy Jonathan Peterlin. Uh-huh. He invited me. It was with his future father in law, now his father in law. We played nine holes. Mm-hmm. I actually think it was the last summer we played. I was awful. Did you but, walk but, it or cart? Uh, I can't remember now. Well, you I definitely like would I, remember if you walked. Yeah, yeah, no question. So you must have had a cart. <laughs> I I'm don't think I did. Walk. I do think you we actually have a, walk. Do you got to walk? Jonathan, it depends text on the me. course. Here. Jonathan, if you're watching, text real me. Real golfer walking. A real golfer will walking. walk every time. Yeah. I'm definitely not real. No, <laughs> I, neither am I. I have three ACLs in. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. taking the look, card. Look, I'm taking a card. Though. But, I, but I, there are certain courses that I've played yeah. where they let you know right up front, you know, there's no carts out. So, so you we caddy. played at that course in the Metro Parks uh, right by. They have uh, carts there. Yeah. West Park. So, whatever that Metro big Park Met, system. I think it was Big Met or Met, Little Met. One of the, yeah. one of those for, for the novices. See, I yeah. got to put me on. Like, if I was going and I needed to get some clubs, like, I know about a drive. fortune, I think. I mean, they're not do, cheap. Do they, come, do they come in one big pack? Do I get all the irons? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. a good You can buy them that you way. So, if you, went way. To, if you went to, you know, sporting goods store, name, you know, you went to Dick's sporting goods store. You go to their golf section. They would sell you a set of irons. Okay. They would say the Cleveland irons are six seventy-five. The TaylorMades are eight hundred. The Jeez. you know you can go up to two thousand, three thousand right. dollars wow. for some of these high-end irons. Now that yeah. gets you your usually your three through your wedge. So three iron, four iron, five, six, seven, eight, nine, sand wedge, pitching wedge. Right. Then you guys. What about the woods? You gotta buy wood. the driver, right? Oh. Driver will set you back a nickel. Go buy your wood. I mean, you. <laughs> my God, we go broke driver, doing this. Guys can spend five hundred up, upwards <laughs> of a thousand dollars. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got an update, guys. I got an update. Dakota Jackson, he wants in on this uh, Top Golf too. See, oh, yeah, it's see, fun. Yes. We gonna really do this thing. We gonna do it right though. Steve already texted us back and said he's on it. So this is in the motion. The wheels are spinning. It'd be great if we could get all of our contributors, like Joe Thomas, in. For it and get Tyvis, I'm sure Tyvis, Tyvis will, do will it, come no in. Doubt. Tyvis never golfed before, he said. But that's when right. you go, Need, that's okay. Do, Tyvis, you're, uh, we yeah. haven't, G and I haven't golfed either, really. It's really, so you it, know what's fun is there's, yeah. there's the, the, the shortest target is like 50 yards away. Yeah. And with an iron and four swings, with like a chip, with a pitching wedge and yeah. four swings, 
you'll be like, I'm all over that target. Yeah, but to, uh, here at Top Golf, you don't even have to bring your clubs. They got them. No, you don't have to bring anything. Right you just there. show up. But Jay and I and will you, bring ours. Of course. I'm rolling up. I'm Fred <laughs> Pinto. I'm bringing my own bowling ball. Red, Red Jay got them $3,000 clubs. <laughs> his, club, his clubs swing on their own. <laughs> Mine are programmed, so I can't miss. No, listen. I've never been the guy that sinks a lot of dough into that stuff. Yeah. And you know, golf is very yeah. judgmental. That's very, the one thing about the very. game I don't like. There was once upon a time when I was real young and coming up, I didn't have money to buy new clubs. Mm -hmm. I had the club. I had the set of clubs. My dad and mom bought mm -hmm. for me when I went off to college. Okay. Right? And they were rickets. You know, I mean, they were sticks with blades and, right. I, and they were right. horrible. Right. And you know, I'm in the professional world. I'm out, you know, playing in tournaments and, yeah, you, and you, I ain't got any money, man. I'm broke up, as he hell. He rolled up with cheap gear and it was like, and I roll mm, up and they're like, they're like damn, mm, bro, what kind mm, of Spalding crap you got, are you rolling what with? What kind today? of bag you got? Oh, look, I, at, look at his yeah, gear. They look at his gear. Look at his gear. Oh, listen, that peer pressure. Here's how I combated it. I owned it. I owned it. I would walk up and I'd say before anybody says a word about my clubs, I know they suck. I know they're cheap. If you want to donate, I'll take your donations and go get a set like yours. Yeah. But right now, I got two young kids to feed. Yeah. Hey, brothers will be out here borrowing clubs. Let me get a couple. <laughs> I'm gonna go hey, after you got him. <laughs> no, nah, same club. No, I don't. I didn't bring any. Yeah. I'm just using unks right here. <laughs> when he done, I'm up next. <laughs> <laughs> No, it is. I hate that about golf. It is. Yeah. It is judgmental. Wait, Brett, and it you is have to, elitism. Do you I have to that. buy like extra long clubs? Yeah, so is there get, such I, a thing? I, I get them oh, yeah. made extra long. You get yeah. fitted. Yeah. So when you want to yeah. go into like, a set, yeah. you go to a, a, a fitter, and they'll do it at yeah. Dick's. They'll do it this anywhere. is a cult. And they'll just measure yeah, they'll you. It's them. a cult. This is a Make cult. A they'll measure you, and they'll put you in the clubs that are good for you. <laughs> and then that's you know, not like, like a used car. We're gonna get you in something that's good for you, G boy. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> your body type, your arm length, all, your swing. They're all, they're all custom to you. They're yeah, made, they're, they're custom made, to your swing. Custom. By the way, for the record, we've just twice ignored, even though we've known about this store for a long time, that a store is called Dick's. Yeah, Dick's yeah, Sporting Goods. It's called Dick's. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's very true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we're gonna break and then do final no, takes, or do you got uh, something? Yes, we're gonna take a break, but just to put this on your radar, the five nicknames we're choosing from. Okay. We have scoured the YouTube. We have scoured Twitter. We came to five TV okay. appropriate, Twitter appropriate nicknames. <laughs> so we'll decide at the end of the show. Okay. But here are the five. Okay. okay. Mikey McNuggets, Tenders, Prison Mike, <laughs> tenders. I forgot tenders. Mikey McVeigh, and the three point producer. Oh, that's kind that's of cool. That's bad. different. I had but that's too complimentary. Yeah, that's like, why, yeah. would, why would we give them that? I'm just reading what the people what said. What was it? So Mikey McVeigh? I don't even understand that Yeah, what's that the one? Mikey McVeigh? They, someone on Twitter keeps saying I look like Sean, Sean McVeigh. McVeigh. You look nothing like Sean oh. McVeigh. That person's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember who said that. Who is this person on Twitter? Whoever you are, you're a Nimrod. He looks nothing like Sean McVeigh. Does anybody Can think we he looks like Sean McVay? Can we get a split screen for Monday? We'll get a split screen of Sean McVay and Mikey we McNuggets. Could, we could do that. And and you, you this is true. Like, I ain't calling no If you if split screen, me and Brian were left with I said that. Yeah, no, that yeah, I no, said that. In the vein of Bernie Mac, I ain't calling no man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're right. Tenders. Yeah. Hey, I, I'm going to call him Nuggets. Especially when Byron Leftwich is wearing a hat. Then he really looks like Jimmy. He looks yeah. like me a lot. He when he wears like, that, when he wears a baseball cap, yeah. it's, you know what? it's even more. We can Photoshop yeah. the horn rim glasses and yeah. a and a ball cap on onto Byron Leftwich, and yeah. then we'll do a split screen. Yeah, they look, they like look alike. Yeah, they he don't, don't look no. anything like Sean McVay. Uh, 
Mac guys. It's like saying Both you guys. Brad Mac Sellers guys. looks like Luke Longley. Brad I mean, come on here. What's going on? You better stop. All right, we're gonna break. <laughs> we're gonna break. We're gonna settle on a nickname, whether it's Tenders or Mikey McNuggets, Prison Nut no, Mike. Not Mike not I like Prison Mike. I ain't calling no grown it's man so Tenders. Yeah. My son loved Prison Mike. He I think Prison Mike's the best but because we'll, if you could name a guy Prison something, he'd be the last got, guy you'd name. Yeah, I know. He has parents. Yeah, that's true. Listen, the first nickname that we used. That's true. Oh no. We're going to break. Stan, like take the break. Stan, <laughs> take He's like, what in the hell are they calling you? Yeah, yeah I'm, uh, I forgot about that. <laughs> To our advertising friends out there, um, yeah. this segment could be yours. If you want to sponsor Final Taste, yes. just by, you, uh, by <laughs> the way, Jay, you know, I mentioned the, the store Dick's being a funny name, of course. There's a store that that uh, was where I grew up, and I want to see if it was still around, and it is still around. And it's called Duty Home Centers. This what is, is it? a real place. It's like a, um, uh, what do you call it? A, like a Home Depot type? Like a Home Depot type. Okay. I couldn't think of the word. Duty Home Duty Center. Home Centers. It was right by where I grew up in Brooklyn, and it's still around today. Like, what were they thinking naming? Even if that's your last name, like, come up with something better. It's not D-U-T-Y as in duty. No, it's D-O-O-D-Y. Duty Home it's Centers. It's got to be their names. Yeah. Has to but be. why would you? Yeah, I know. It's not like that word just became You know funny. what, though? It worked. It, they're still in business. Still you remember, remember years. And here they are. For 50 years, true. All right. Um, are we going to do the nickname selection before or after At Final Take? At okay. the end. At the thing. All right. Final Take. Adam, lead us off. Okay, guys. Uh, this is a problem that I've been angry about for a very long time. It, it, it's a bigger deal where I grew up in New York. It's not as big a deal here because you don't have to parallel park as much here. More people have driveways and garages or whatever, but it's still an issue. And it happens in parking lots, too. It's people who are D-bag parkers. You know these people. The people, when you go into the, the crowded parking lot at the hospital or at the shopping mall, and their car is so freaking fancy that they got to be, the middle of the car is on the line. You know what I'm talking about? The middle of the car is on the line, so they're taking two spots. So the rest of us got to walk 82 miles because this schmo uh, can't park in one spot because he's afraid somebody's going to hit his door with, with their own door. But it's even worse when you're parking on the street. When you're parking on the street, have some respect for your fellow man and woman. Look at where the curb is if you're parallel parking. Look at where the driveway is. If there's room for two cars in that space of land, then don't park right in the middle. Pull up, move back so there's room for somebody else to park there. Don't be a D parker. I, I like that too. I can't yeah. stand when a guy's hate people do not that. in between the lines. Makes me nuts. Do you hate me then? <laughs> <laughs> you do that. You do that. You're well, you know why, though? But his Fred's truck is huge. And he's so long. Yeah, it's true. He can't Couldn't get, get out, out of his car, of his car Gee, if there's me. someone within a standard distance of him. He gets a seven-foot exception. I, I, I hate the door digger. <laughs> yeah. Uh, ding my no, door. you know what Brad does? He, he just parks in last spot in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah. Nobody's going to be near me. By the way, speaking of seven-footers, real quick, I keep kept meaning to mention this, but the, the show on HBO Winning Time about the Lakers. Yeah. I finished it last night. It is so – I know some of the things were not completely accurate. Who cares? It's not a documentary. The show was phenomenal. The end was phenomenal. And it makes me long for the days of 1980s yeah. basketball. I'm going to put that era. on my list. I'm going to put that on you my gotta list. you got to watch it. If you're a basketball era. fan, it's great. Well, let's talk about uh, this. You know, when you get older and, and when you were younger, your parents used to tell you things, right? And you'd be like, man, these folks is crazy. Why would you tell me that? But – 
all you do is you get older and you repeat the same thing you your parents did and you just like hey, payback ain't robbery. I'll tell you what, when I was younger, my mom used to have this rule. She said you can't wear shorts in school until Memorial Day. <laughs> I don't know why Memorial Day is arbitrary. I don't know why that was the marker for her. I don't know what kind of trauma she had in her back in her days that made her say Memorial Day. But listen, mom, it was only like like probably a week left in school at Memorial Day. So you got to wear shorts like oh, like two days. I'm the only kid running around big sweaty. I got all kind of pants on Corduroy. all my white friends is just walking Corduroy. around. All, you know, all my white friends emancipated themselves and said I could wear what I want to. I'm, I'm an adult. This is my self expression. And I asked my mom. Well, why the heck do I got to follow these rules? She said because it's pneumonia weather. First of all, <laughs> what pneumonia weather is not a thing. <laughs> I learned in science class that germs, yes, germs make you sick. Nobody in Alaska has more colds than somebody in Florida. It has nothing to do with the weather or your ankles or legs being exposed. <laughs> I was robbed of multiple days to wear shorts in school. I am scarred from now on, but when I have my kids, payback ain't robbed. No, you gotta break the cycle, G. <laughs> no, nah, ain't about breaking the cycle, it's about revenge. <laughs> you owe me. Payback. <laughs> hey, you can wear shorts on this yeah. show anytime. Yes. Uh, By the way, true story, I got sent home from school in, mid, in what we call the junior high. <laughs> for My shorts were too short. <laughs> Which I would obviously didn't purposely do. Were you rocking do. like the Larry Birds? I guess I don't. I didn't purposely Bull, do Bull it. Had, Bull had biker shorts. Yeah, but yeah. what happened was they sent a bunch of girls home, yeah, and, my, and they were like, "Well, we can't. Yours are. They're measuring my freaking shorts. I'm some fat kid in junior high. I didn't purposely wear shorts." He had the white tight gym shorts with like the uh, blue line of piping down the side, didn't you? I think That's I did. Bullhead yeah, on, bull on Daisy Dukes. Yeah, he did. Dukes. Yeah, the Dukes. All right, some things you can't. Oh, my, my colleague. Imagine that tonight, Kelly. boys. You have, the, you have the, the commentary from my colleagues. I'm going to bring it back to sports. There we go. All right. My final take is this the NIL is here. It's coming. It's arrived. Right? Accept it with conditions. But I must come back. You're robbing me of my collegiate experience here. I like traditional sports. I like to know the people on my team. I want to follow them for three or four years so I get to know them. They become part of my own family. I'm turning on my own alma mater. I don't even know who's playing for them. I'm like, who is this dude? Where did he come from? Hawaii? How did he get from Hawaii to Columbus? How did that even occur? I took on Duke. The guys at Duke one year, next year he's gone. I'm like, where is this dude at? Right? I turn the best thing you got going now is women's college basketball because you can at least follow them because they're not going anywhere, mm -hmm. right? And I said you're robbing us of our experience, right? I need the NCAA and the players and the schools to get on all one accord to give me my just the weekends back. I'm just asking for the weekends. I'm not even asking for the games during the week, Jay. Just the weekend games, right? Can I follow somebody and actually root for that person, right? And like. Get to know who you are. You get to learn the side stories, your family, every little bit that made you a, a person that said, I like that kid. And sports is done. You know, that kid might come work for me. I have no idea, right? But you're robbing America, right? And it's only because of one thing. The De Niro. Here, let me let you in on a secret in CAA. We know you're making money. Everybody knows it, right? 
The grandmamas never know it, <laughs> right? Everyone knows it. Give us a break. Get in the room, figure it out, make it happen. Give me my players back. Three years. I'm not, I'm not asking for the full four. Just give me three, right? And NBA, stop robbing the, 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 the colleges of players and, and, and diluting the collegiate game and therefore deleting the, the pro game. We have to wait seven years for a player to develop now. So wait, is the guy that transferred now saying stop transferring? No, mm. the guy that transferred is saying, I still want you to transfer, but I, I want you to sit out a year. I don't mind to sit out, right? Mm. There should be a punishment there, to there's it. There's not a punishment here, here, here. I want you to think about it first, right? Because yeah. as many players that, that get through the cycle like I did, what about the ones that you that, that don't make it through the curve? The ones that transfer you never hear from again. Yeah. Then they don't have a job. They don't finish school. Sure. Things are out here. All they right. never they never report on that kid. I think players that don't get drafted in the first round should be able to go back to college. I love that. Yeah, well, what, if they get drafted then in the second round, they could choose. They, they Just could like choose. in baseball, if you get drafted, you could choose to go back. To what college. about the team that takes a player in the second round and then loses that pick? That's tough. It happens in baseball. If it happened to the Cavs, everybody here would be furious. Well, second round pick. A guy, yeah. Second round pick. All right, I'm, I'll make mine short and sweet. It's a little off, Brad. Um, I believe that in the universe, you have a, a karma credit card. When you do good things for people around you, good things are paid back to you. I believe that exists not just with people, but with corporations, with businesses. It's just a thing. And I think the NCAA's karma credit card is defaulted. They are done. The NCAA served its purpose. It's now time for them to step out of the way and let smarter people come into that space and figure it out. Because the way they've screwed up this NIL with college football, and I'm not saying they screwed it up because they allowed it. I'm saying they screwed it up because they didn't define the rules before the game started. And now we're seeing chaos in college football. I love these kids can make money, but the fact that you've got Saban and Fisher going at it the way they are, it's just a product of no one knowing really what they're allowed to do. The NCAA is out of time. They need to step aside, bring in a new era. It can't happen soon enough for my for my money. Great take. Done Love with, it. Great take. Done with it. Love it. Uh, Mikey McNuggets, the time has come. We need a drum roll. I feel like we need like confetti. This is really, really big. This is big. This is big. Because this Twitter's is what you're going to be called forever. Forever. The rest of the time. It's tough. Big decision. And when I have big decisions in life, I usually pass it off to someone else to make for me. So we are passing <laughs> it off to you guys. Do we each um, get a vote? Yeah. Okay. Do you want to run through the five again real quick? Yes. Yes. Mikey McNuggets, Tenders, Prison Mike, Mikey McVeigh, and the three-point producer. Okay. Should we write them down so it's a secret vote? Because if we all go around the horn, whoever votes last could have the powerful vote. Steve Current. Is the last vote. Steve Director Kirk. Steve. Director is Steve. The last vote. That's awesome. All right. Okay. I'm going to vote for Prison Mike. I think it's the coolest nickname. Prison Mike. I'm Mikey McNuggets. Yep. I was going to give you tenders, but I ain't going to do you like that, fam. You might be up on High Street or something. <laughs> you might put hands on somebody. Somebody call you tenders. I'm going to go with McNuggets. <laughs> yeah, listen, I thought the exact same thing. We scar him if we call like, him McNuggets. Yeah. We really do. Or Nuggets. Uh, tenders. Nug tenders. Tenders. Yeah. Because uh, that, that, I was thinking Nuggets, too. I'm like, yeah. hey, I mean, like, you're going to be up there competing at Bernie, the highest levels. Bernie, so I Bernie Mac. Director Steve, but he's not even going to get a vote because I think it's got to be Mikey McNuggets, too. Uh, I mean, ooh. Joe Thomas called you that. Yeah. And for my money, like, that kind of solidified it for yeah. me. Yeah, he has parents. So I think it is. <laughs> 
tender. Oh. <laughs> uh, Director Steve is weighing in with tender. And we have just ruined a friendship in the booth. <laughs> the good, so so win, it is we said. We win. We win. And so it is done. I need my Judge J costume. <laughs> From this day forward, you will be referred to on this program only as Mikey McNuggets. Mikey McNuggets. This cat. Yeah, and let's see if the power man. of TV works. Steve, let's get the uh, super up. Do we have it? Can we see if this worked? I know it's going to look weird on a four shot, but drum roll, please. It didn't work. <laughs> That's your old handle. It worked. There, there it is. is. Mikey, and the handle, the handle will be changed, too. I can't do that on the fly. You can't do the, that. Mikey, that, Mikey will change too. that needs uh, Twitter paperwork, doesn't it? <laughs> I got Ian Hill in my back pocket, so we'll, yeah, we'll push can it through the Technically, it. shouldn't that be a lowercase c? Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I saw There's that, There's no too. lowercase in the system, guys. Mm. Oh, get that out of here. You think it's for the not tender. You know what? Let's do this, guys. Whenever we're really mad at him, we're allowed to call him tenders. Are you, okay, are you okay with that? That's fair. Steve loves that idea. Bro, so yeah. whenever you give a top five trash list like you did today, mm, you may be bad. referred to as tenders. <laughs> Any other time, you're Mikey McNuggets. It's better than option A or the OG I, option. I don't, yeah. I don't Am know. I allowed to say yeah. that again or no? no? Nope. No, 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 it was out. his college nickname, and it was not really. No, 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 no. Wait, here, wait, can I just clear the air real quick? It was. It was one person calling me it well, in certain situations. He just happened to be coach, my head coach. Yeah, when your head coach calls you something, that's your name. Yeah. Yeah, but I was Lucas in college. No one actually called me Mike till I got uh, well, That's all we know. We know, so we know not what coach is calling you. Coach told us. He's doing a lot of explaining. Yeah, a lot of mansplaining. A lot of explaining. Mike, uh, that, that's okay. I want to say um, before we sign off our second week on the air, <laughs> as we as we sign off our second week on the air, I want to um, I want to tell everybody we we do have fun with Mike, but Mike is the glue of this thing. Absolutely. He works 28 hours every day. Yeah, so does Anthony. I mean, Bree, our our behind the scenes staff, and of course our director Steve. There's a lot of other people that I haven't mentioned, but our behind the scenes staff is just incredible. I guys, I've worked Working with long the best. After we're done. Yeah. I've been here 35 years in this game. And um, there's been no team I've been more proud to call teammates than than you guys. You do a tremendous job. There's Anthony. There's Bree. <laughs> She's dancing it up. She's like, there she is. But you guys are tremendous. The uh, smart, young, ambitious, driven, and. Um, they're going to help us turn this show into the show that we all know it can become. Absolutely. All right, everybody have a great weekend. We'll reconvene Monday at 11 o'clock. Sound good, everybody? Of yeah, course. It is. We will see you then. Have a great weekend. Don't Weigh in on Tuesday. Cleveland Sports Show. That's right. You I'm can taking like that us. belt. You can follow us. Your, who's, who's the guest next week? Oh, yeah, we got to say who the guest is. Are we, we clear to do that? Do we want to tease it till Monday because we forgot? We'll tease it until yeah. Monday. Monday. <laughs> we'll tease it until Monday. But it's good. I promise you. It's worth the it's wait. It's good. Our, our guest next Wednesday is definitely worth the wait. Have a great weekend, everybody. We'll see you Monday. Peace.